Oh, it's so warm. That's so warm. <laughs> you gotta just joke that, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll get in a second. Maybe I'll do the pod. All right, you still rolling? Can you see this? Is it funny that I just keep on asking that question? She's very digital. You can find her on every platform. <laughs> Yo, people are getting kitty lit here. So let's we are, go. We are down at um, South Cedar Street, 601 South Cedar Street at the Panther Fans tailgate. Pew, pew, pew. They are killing it right now, man. They've got a live DJ. They've got a smoker. They've got grills going. They've got all the flags. They have got generators for us to power our shit so that we can come and talk to you and do these podcasts. We're directly behind Bank of America Stadium. Alex flew in from New York to do this. Um, man, how you feeling, Alex? Oh, man, I feel full because I just had, I think, a whole... What gallon size? How do you how do you do things in the south? I think it's just called south. Oh yeah, I I had a south south sized dirty rice with a chicken supreme dinner, and so I got a super bowl with fries and a sweet tea, and I am really full. So that's the only thing I can think of right now is I'm super full. That makes for really good content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get it. When in Rome. So what are we here for, though? We're uh, here for Monday night football. Beam, beam, beam. Dun, 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 dun. Against the New Orleans Saints. Home yep. opener for Bryce Young. His debut here in Carolina. We know he struggled mightily. Would be a polite way of putting it against the Atlanta Falcons, right? Yep. So what are we looking for tonight out of Bryce Young against the New Orleans Saints defense that had three takeaways last week as well? Yeah, yeah. I um, I think we're gonna be able to protect a little bit better than. The Titans did. The Titans were. We we've already talked about the whole preview. DJ Chark coming back right. will be if he can stay on the field. That'll change literally everything. A little nod to um, the Chark's performance academy. You might say that Chark's up, <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't that the initiative they just yeah. took? Chark up. Yeah. All right. Perfect. That's a great way to tie it yeah. all in together. There we go. <laughs> Chark being active though provide the offense here tonight with Carolina. Oh, it, it like it stretches the field. It's going to make it's going to keep the defense honest yeah. and that's what we need. Yeah. Like we need the defense to be honest. We need <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, come get a koozie. Come, come on. Come on. Come on in. Get in. We're yeah. Get in. Yeah. Here. Yeah. All you got to do is pick one up, hold it up for the camera and say Kitty Lit. Oh, other way, other way, other way. Keep founding, baby. Keep founding. Yeah. Another one. We've got seltzers or beer size. You, you, you need a Pepsi size. Oh, but she's got a. Size. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Lit. Yeah, come on, everybody, come in. Man, this is great. Yeah. Kitty Lit. Yeah. You got to come down here, man. Yeah, Panthers fans. Absolutely. Keep you pounding, baby. Let's go. Keep pounding. Let's go. <laughs> man, this is so fun. Yeah, this is so fun. I'm, I'm, I miss this so much. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Alex lives in New York, so he's flown all the way down here for this today, and it's really making him rethink his whole existence. <laughs> you know, like he's seeing this other hospitality, seeing the Panthers fans happening live, it's just a game changer, man. Everything is changing today. We're live. You want to come get a koozie? All right, let's go. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so we were talking about DJ Chark being back out. Right. What he 
brings. We know that he opens up the deep part of the field. Right. I think that it also does a lot of what we talked about in the preview of opening up the play action. Play yes, ball. right. Because when you have that speed out there, there's a threat to be accounted for. Right. So when that when they try to close in and they stack that box with four defenders up close to the line of scrimmage, we can take advantage of that on the one-on-one up. Right. It's a lot more than what we were doing previously in week one. Look at look what the Broncos did uh, yesterday, right? So the Broncos had um, they finally incorporated Marvin Mims. Look at what they did the first two quarters. Don't look at this. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. But look at their first game. Yep. They couldn't get anything done downfield. And then they started putting up points when they got Marvin Mims involved. Right. That's the same exact thing that can ha happen with us. Right. You get one big play. You can, all you need is one. One connection, whether it be a pass interference, whether it just be a, one big chunk gain, right. that, that just – Completely opens up the underneath for Hayden Hurst, Adam Thielen, um, uh, Terrace Marshall. We need Terrace Marshall to run. Uh, we were watching this with, uh, I don't know if anybody watches um, The Herd. Mark Sanchez came on, and he talked about green, yellow, and red routes, right? So when you run a green route, you got to help out your quarterback by coming back to the ball and not letting the, sa uh, the safety come underneath you, right? Because... Jesse Bates did it twice to us. Undercut right underneath. Right, exactly. And that's the and, and the Saints have good safeties too. So guys like Terrace Marshall have to help out your quarterback and not let those things happen because you start losing your confidence as a rookie, it's only gonna go downhill. We saw that last game. And, and that's a good point too, talking about a rookie. He's we know that Bryce Young makes they use the word unflappable probably right. three hundred times this offseason this summer. We didn't see that in week one. He looked flappable, honestly. Like he looked like he got right. rookie jitters. Yep. He got in his own head. He had a couple of miscues. He had a couple of misreads. He, he didn't panic necessarily, but he didn't pay attention to what was happening in front of him. I right. expect that to be different tonight. Right. I, I anticipate what we talked about about him being a sponge and learning and doing all those things. Right. I anticipate picking that up. Now, here's a quick little fun fact. We're talking about it being a Monday night with a rookie quarterback named Bryce. There's actually another rookie quarterback in recent history that played on Monday Night Football named Bryce. Can you tell me who that is? Rookie quarterback Bryce. Now, I'll give you a hint. He didn't start the game. Okay. <laughs> That's a good hint, right? Uh, no. You can say pineapple when you're ready. Pineapple, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bryce Petty came in and played for the New York Jets in December 5th of 2016 against the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> and he got absolutely a break. <laughs> The Indianapolis Colts won that game 41 to 10. Okay. So what we're looking for tonight is a total Bryce revenge game. Not just for week one for Bryce Young, but for every rookie Bryce that has ever started a Monday night football game. <laughs> and if you're wondering, yes, we've been drinking before. We thought that was a more appropriate way to do a Kitty Lit Live podcast was to beat Kitty Lit Live. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't met another one right there. Today. Ooh. But they are all friends with beer. That's really good stuff. Oh, I want those, uh, I want those okay, beers. So back to the game. Sorry for getting right. Pineapple. A little bit of fun. So back to the game then. Defensively for the Panthers tonight. We talked about it in the preview. Mm -hmm. We know that we have to limit that run game because we know they don't want to be reliant on Derek Carr. But I think that they have enough trust in Derek Carr and Chris Olave and Mike Thomas and uh, Shahid. Mm -hmm. They're receiving court that they are going to push the ball on us a little bit. Yeah, they, yeah. What are we looking at tonight with that? Like, do we still feel the same way in that preview of, look, CJ can play if he keeps it in front of him? Mm. Or are we starting to feel a little bit pessimistic as it gets closer to game time? 
I so I was so I started watching some of the, the the Saints tape actually, and they were trying to get the ball out early. They do not trust their linemen at all. They are trying to get, they actually they, they don't. Yeah. Uh, so they're finding creative ways to get Alave open. And what they were doing against uh, the Titans, where they were trying to get. Um, uh, Alave up against the nickel, against the uh, linebackers, and they are they could do it against them. Yeah, our our linebackers are kind of pretty fast. I don't know if they're going to be able to have that much success. Yeah, kind of pretty fast. And I I honestly am I'm I'm more confident after I watched more Saints tape honestly because a lot of their stuff was yak. Yeah. Except for that one random um, uh, reception that they had. When Olave just got open because somebody like missed him, I don't know if they're going to take a ton of shots. One thing though, that is one thing that concerns me a tiny bit because it was one of those plays the way you're describing that. Um, there's no rhyme or reason why Chris Olave got behind, yeah. the and got open. Right. But here's my problem: we're looking at Jason. <laughs> <Olave. laughs> See the papers out right now. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Yo, Bo Jingles. Yeah, come on. You gotta, you gotta look at you gotta look at the camera and say "Kitty Lit." Then you gotta hold it up and say "Kitty Lit." Kitty Lit. Let's go! Woo! And you got and you gotta leave the hat. <laughs> so we were talking about um, the no rhyme or reason for that play where Olave got behind the defense for the deep play. Yeah. We're looking at a situation right now that we're, we're relying on C.J. Henderson to fill the shoes in a way. Of yeah. Horn. Now look, we're not expecting him to give us J.C. Horn. Right. But he is going to play that position, I think. Yeah. He's going to take that opportunity and try to help Evero maintain the defensive scheme that he likes to deploy yeah. without changing it dramatically, right? Yeah, yeah. So with that in mind, though, and the no rhyme, no reason getting behind, right. that doesn't concern you at all because that's what no. has had massive struggles. No, I, don't, I think that he's going to be fine doing his job. Yes. His problem is when the ball gets thrown his way, he, right? he's not going to lose the receiver. Yeah, he's just not going to be able to defend. He yeah. just has a hard time playing the ball. Yeah. Right, man. I hope I hope he takes the challenge. I hope I hope he gets motivated. Uh, I we got to be optimistic because he came in last week. He didn't think that he was going to have to be that guy. And he there, as much as as much as you want to stay ready, and as you can tell tell yourself, I'm staying ready. You're never ready unless you're prepared to be there the first snap. No, that, that, that's true. That makes sense. So hopefully he takes a challenge upon himself. He, you know, did whatever he had to do. Pray ever pray to whatever God he needs to pray to get his mind right. Right, exactly. And if he doesn't step up tonight. That might be the end of him in Carolina, in my in my opinion, because you either you either step up or you don't. And then if you can't, then what are you doing here? I think it'll be interesting to see because A, the Panthers don't have a ton of options to pivot off of him right. something different right now. So I don't necessarily think that it's the end of his time here, like as far as like the, the coaching staff giving him the responsibilities and deploying him in that position. Yeah. But I do think that there will be a lot more hesitancy, and I think it will change the defensive scheme. Yeah. Everyone will have to start doing things differently on the field, and in preparation during the week, they'll start seeing different things. Yeah. Troy Hill will start getting different opportunities. Yeah. Uh, maybe Deshaun Jameson sees a little bit of looks tonight on defense if he's active. Yeah. Um, okay, so the one thing that I did want to talk about, because we've done all this with the preview, right? Who is the player tonight that is not being talked about that is going to bust out and do something impactful? Frankie Louvu. 
Frankie Louvu. Frankie Louvu, I predicted on the podcast before, this feels like a Frankie Louvu sack, fumble, score game, or interception score game, or like a three sack game. It just, and it, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It just feels like that kind of game. Yeah. He feels like he, he's the guy that when something has to happen, he makes it happen. Yeah. And that's the only that's the only thing I can give you for that. There's also another guy, Von Bell, could be that guy. That those guys just like understand when it like when it matters and when to do it and when they when, when you need it. Luke Luke was that way, right? Yeah. Luke. Just, just his innate ability. Just, yeah. yeah, he was like, I'm going to take this chance because my team needs it. He's like a feeling player. Right, right exactly. When there was a sense of urgency and he, he acted accordingly. Exactly, exactly. Great, great selection. Um, I think I'm going to go the other side of the ball. I'm going to go offense here. Okay. And I'm going to say that Chuba Hubbard has a big game. Too. Wow, yeah. I think that Ooh, I love that. Sanders has been the guy that got the contract for the Panthers. He's the guy that the coaching staff has just been gushing about all summer and offseason. He did it. He had a nice game yeah. against the, the Falcons. I think he averaged like 4.7 yards per carry. Yeah. It wasn't that he had a bad game. But Chuba showed what we saw in the summer. When I was down in Spartanburg, when we went to mm. campus, when we did all these things, and I saw him person, Chuba is explosive. He's added 20 pounds of functional strength, and it's not taking away from any of his explosion. Right. I think tonight we see him bust out in a serious way. Yeah. I think that he might go for 100 yards. I think okay. that he may have three or four catches. Yeah. And I think that he's the player of the game when we look at it. Wow. Yeah. That is my bold prediction bold. for the night football game is that Chuba Hubbard has a massive game. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I, I like that call either way. I think that we have at least 150 yards of rushing. They, they, they want to control the clock. Right. They want, yeah. they want the time of possession battle to right. be winning for Carolina. So I just think that there is going to be a major emphasis on the run game. Yeah. And while Miles Sanders will get the bulk of the touches – I think that Chuba is going to have that breakaway play. And yeah. I think that he has shown a much better proclivity at pass blocking mm-hmm. that is going to allow him to stay on the field. Yeah. His hands have improved. I know that you're not going to sit there and call him Austin Eckler or anything. Yeah. He's not going to get 14 targets in a game, but he's not a liability in that situation anymore. Right. So I think that you're going to see a little bit more usage because he's earned that. Yeah. This coaching staff is very big on playing their best players and guys that have earned the right to be out there. And I think that Chuba Hubbard has earned that right, and I think we see it tonight. Do you think that we see Blackshear at all? Yeah, I think you have to see Blackshear, and I think it's because of the lack of him in last game. Yeah. I think that there was an obvious missing element. Right. So I think that you'll see him. I, I anticipate that you may even see Blackshear out there with another running back. Mm-hmm. I think you can see him out there in the slot lined up wide mm-hmm. to give that quick shifty release from the line of scrimmage that we don't have from our actual receivers. Yeah. I think that provides a threat. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you get Amir Smith-Marset as opposed to Raheem Blackshear out there, but Blackshear knows the playbook. Blackshear has been here in camp. Blackshear knows the tendencies he has timing with Bryce Young. I just think that he has a value to this team, and I do anticipate seeing him be some action tonight. Yeah, I um, I it almost felt like that they didn't put him in because they wanted that extra blocker against the yeah, Falcons. Yeah. And I don't know if they're as concerned about that with the Saints. Less of a pass rush. Yeah, well, especially less, less of a pass rush up the middle. Yeah. So, right. I... No Grady Jarrett on the north. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, Moten, Moten and Nicky both played well, so I, I think them they're, they're comfortable with them against uh, Jordan Jordan and Granderson. Um, and I think that we can... We, 
the line that we're putting together. Yeah, I, uh, starting 11 uh, right. We did get that official. Right. We didn't have that when we did the preview. We were guessing about that. Kate Hayes will get the start at left guard. A little bit troublesome, but you know what? He also has that swing tackle capability. Yeah. On the left side, being more pass blocking predominant. Yeah. I don't hate him being out there. Yeah. And I, I think that it's a fine move. And what else are you going to do, right? Yeah. Calvin Clark Morton or Clark Martin, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm never going to be able to say it because I don't want to have to. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, um,. And I don't hate, like, I don't, I, who am I scared of? I'm not scared of right. anybody coming up the middle. I mean, if they want to send to Mario Davis, yeah. okay. Then we'll, then we'll take those Hayden Hurst uh, quick, quick, quick um, right. catches. I, 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 I feel a lot, I feel like we are more comfortable putting Blackshear out to this week yeah. than we were last week. All right, so we've covered pretty much all the bases here. Right. We did our score predictions last time. Right. We don't need to go back through that. Wait, what was mine? Nine to three. No, no, it was a th no thirteen to six. No, thirteen to six. <laughs> Bunt their way to three. But then we would get a couple of triples. <laughs> no, no, we both score six points on offense, and then we get a pick six or some some defensive touchdown, and that's the that's what we do. Do the math. As an accountant, I'm really embarrassed about myself. You said it was going to be nine to three, and I didn't even do the math. If you calling a Frankie Luke six? <laughs> Um, and I think that mine might have been 19 to 13. Yeah, I think that's exactly what he's. Yeah, yeah. I stand by it. I still think the Panthers come away with a win tonight. Yeah. I think that we get back on track. I know there's been a lot of talk about you can't go down 0 and 2 to start yeah. the season with the rest of the division going 2 and 0 so far. Right. And if the Saints were to win tonight, they would also be 2 and 0. Yeah. Be 0 and 2 with the rest of the division 2 and 0. I think that Darren Gant, the Panthers reporter, said it best. I don't think that that's the right way to think about things. Right. Um, we have seen this team go three and zero just two years ago, and mm -hmm. finish five and twelve. Yeah, teams start one and three and go to the Super Bowl. I yeah, would, I would I would preach a little bit of patience here, regardless of what happens. Yeah, one thing about this team, this Carolina Panthers team, as opposed to the Falcons, the Saints, and even the Buccaneers, we're a very young team with an all new core. Yeah, we are going to get better as the year goes on. What we're looking for is improvement on a weekly basis. We want to see Bryce Young adjust from the mistakes that he made, eliminate those mistakes, yeah. and start excelling a little bit more. It also comes into the play calling and the coaching. Yeah. We need some help in that regard. We've got to be more aggressive, more aggressive early, take more shots downfield, more play action, and still maintain that balance of run pass. Yeah, I and we, we also... We, I mean, I know that they have Kamara on suspension, but they knew that for a long time, right? Miller playing tonight, I think. Yeah, but the, but my point is, not only do we have a whole new coaching staff, we have our starting right tackle on IR. We have our starting our right guard on IR. Yeah. Our starting left guard on IR. Our starting our our best corner on IR. Yeah. Uh, one of our best pass rushers on IR. We've already been snipped with an injury bug. Injury. Uh, DJ Chark missed last game. They've been fully healthy. That's right. So, they we have already starting like not only with a new coaching staff, but behind the eight ball. Yeah. And last time Reich took over a team, they started one and four, and they finished the season uh, eleven and five. Right. So, I, I I we are still the most talented team, even four guys down. Yeah. I am I am not worried. Yeah. But zero and two would make me a little. Uh, like yeah. one of those kind of things, yeah. Just a little bit unhappy with the way that things have gone. Right. But either way, I think that the overall sentiment here at 
Bank of America Stadium oh. here at the Panthers fans tailgate. Not worried. Not worried. And, and no. I think that's the right way to feel. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and sign off here so that we can get back over there to the uh, grill smoker area, get back over there to the beer area. I'm good with that. And start uh, getting actually kitty lit and doing <laughs> Do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, thank you for everybody for listening. To yeah. Special edition podcast. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to get kitty lit. Let's do it. And as always, we'll finish it off with the same ending. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Mm. Right, so we're here at Panther Fans Tailgate over off of 601 South Cedar Street. This tailgate has been around since 1999. That is correct. One of the longest-running Panther fan-operated tailgates. And we're here with Crazy Joe, the <laughs> man, the myth, the legend behind the bar. This is the blue potion, the Panther potions. The Panther, and this is the Panther Claw. And the Panther Claw. He says hello. It gives you a really wicked handshake. There it is. Yep. It's like a Wakanda forever, but for Charlotte. You know what I mean? Um, so, Joe, tell me a little bit about this tailgate and about the people that you have out here. Okay. This, ta- as you said, started in 1999 by Mark Stanton, the late Mark Stanton, and Dan Ortel, who runs it now. Me and Brian Ludden came on in 2002, and we've been here ever since. When Mark died in 2006, I became way more involved in this party because I didn't want it to die. Yeah. Because it was a fun, fun time. And me and Dano, Dan, Dano, get over here. You got to be in on this. Sorry. This is number one, man. I mean, we did say that your name is Crazy Joe, so that's not like an unexpected part of the interview, right? Right. And this is Dano. This is head coach Dano right here. You're being interviewed. Oh, what's up, man? You're the number one Panther fans, dude, man. This is one of the founders of Panther fans. That's the camera right there. I just facilitate the goodness for the people, dudes. I'm I'm just the quarterback of... Fraternity ship in the football parking lot. That's yeah. what I do, dude. Love it. Yeah, right. love it. Exactly. Okay, so it started with uh, Anno and Mark. I joined in 2002, and we've made this a must-go party. Yeah. Yeah. We have Panther Potion, the blue drink. Oh. We have great tunes. Peter, we tried to kick it up a notch. Yeah. We had, like, every year, like, we started with the Smoky Joe. Then we got the pop-up tent. Then we got the flag. Then we got the smoker grill. Then we got a bigger smoker grill. Then we got a bus. Then we got a fire truck. And then fucking people just all fucking started coming like crazy. And just fucking, it's uh, it's bigger than all of us now, dude. Yeah. It's just like. Now it's a whole thing. It's the last great American neighborhood. So it's your kind. The last great American neighborhood. Do you hear that? Put that on Lifetime. As long as you can say fuck on Lifetime. I don't know if that's <laughs> something they let you do. But, but we can do that here. So. When it's like just us, he's like real wimpy with it. He doesn't want me to tear his butt. <laughs> such a wuss. <laughs> to call out. All right, so Crazy Joe, let's get down to business real quick. Are we ever there? What do we think about the Monday night football game? What do you expect to see tonight from the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints? I, I expect to see... I nice catch. See, yeah, dude. I, 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 I'm so there. 
the Panthers are going to control the line of scrimmage with the run game tonight. I feel very confident about that. We're going to try and not to have to use Bryce Young to win. All Bryce Young has to do is to be Bryce Young. Just be yourself behind that line. Take what the defense gives you and don't get it all in front of the shot. And the Panther defense is stout enough to to stifle whatever the Saints bring. Yeah. And that and and that's my confidence. Yeah. Yeah. What's your score prediction? 24-17 Panthers. 24-17 Panthers. You heard it first here on Kitty Lit Podcast. Crazy Joe with the first prediction of the night. <laughs> so we're here with another group of Panther fanatics, and we're going to get their predictions for the Monday night football extravaganza. Uh, we are here with the one and only Maketa. And Carolina Cowabunga. Panthers Owls. Panthers Owls. All right, so tonight, Monday Night Football, Bryce Young's home debut. What are we expecting to see from the Carolina Panthers? I'm expecting to see an improvement. Bryce Young had like a, a poor performance, if you will, but I think he's going to make amends and he's going to get it right in front of the home crowd today. So I'm looking forward to him to go ahead and do it. Okay. So here's the next thing I'm going to do. I'm going to go one by one and I'm going to ask you guys for a score prediction. You guys ready for that? Yeah. All right, let's do it. 28-14, Panthers all the way. I'm going 24-17, Panthers. 24-14, Panthers. That's a unanimous decision. Panthers 3-0. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. So we have found another incredible Panthers fan here at Panther Fans Tailgate. This is Megan. And Megan, tell us a little bit about how long you've been coming to Panthers Fans Tailgate. I've been coming for a while. And uh, I, I got so excited about the tailgate itself. I was like, dude, I got to I gotta do a, my own setup here. So I was like, let's do the mobile bar. Mobile bar, the way to go. I'm, I'm serving all these amazing Panthers fans. So wait, this is your mobile bar here? This is my mobile bar. What is it called? It's called Union Mobile Social. Look me up, unionmobilesocial.com. And I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Um, She's very digital. You can find her on every platform. <laughs> Incredible. All right, so let's get down to the business now, Megan. What do you think about the Monday night football game tonight against the New Orleans Saints? What are you looking for from the Panthers? You know what? I'm hoping Bryce Young throws to my boy, Thielen. There we go. We get some, some major, major points on the board. That's what I'm hoping for. So do you have a score prediction? Like this guy. <laughs> Sorry, there was a redheaded fellow that walked by, and she's just making sure that we're connecting the dots. It's all about the redheads. Yeah. There it is. Um, so let's get a score prediction then. What do you think the total is? I, I'm I'm predicting Panthers 17 to to seven. 17 to seven. 17 to seven. So, so far, that keeps the streak going. Not far off of mine. Not far off of Alex's prediction. 17-6. Okay. We like it. It's going to be a defensive struggle, but there's going to be some points and some excitement. Yeah. Megan, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. <laughs>